This podcast is an advocacy podcast created by Pierre Mullen, Katie Goshen, and Marley Enfield in order to educate others about the opportunities and options that can be taken to get to college in a more affordable way. Rich people have always had the upper hand in getting education. During the Renaissance and before it, people only got education if they paid for it, and it was very expensive. After Gutenberg made the printing press, books made education more accessible, but it was still not the most accessible for people who are not wealthy. Throughout history, education has become more accessible, in particular in the U.S., but not for higher education. This is a problem we still deal with today. Bottom line, the issue is that college is too expensive. Depending on things like social class, the number of people in your family, and the amount of money that your family has can scare students away entirely. Okay, how expensive college is scares so many people, including me. Yeah, definitely. Like, I have three siblings, and they're all in college right now, and the stress level in my family around college is crazy. My oldest brother actually... um, I know he goes to WVU and pretty much tuition there is not even tuition, but like everything included, including like food and um, room and board. He, we pay like $36,000 a year for him to go to school and it's insane. And it's, it's not, we're like middle, middle, upper class people, but we're still scared about the money of when, when it comes to college, it's just so overwhelming. All three of us are sophomores and we don't really know even where to start with it and that's happening with a lot of students there's a lot of students that feel overwhelmed by college and feel overwhelmed about the money that is being put into it and because like a lot of kids don't know how to get money for college like people are taking out so many student loans and like that's a lifelong thing like my dad's a doctor he went to school for 12 years and he's he still hasn't paid off like all of his student loans Okay, and the student loan debt, federal student loan debt right now is over $1 trillion. If you go on studentloanhero.com, you can actually look at a live count, and it's ridiculous. It never stops. I mean, the government is just, like, putting out, like, they're giving student loans. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, people, people need to learn that they need to have money beforehand. Yeah. Um, before they go to college. So, that, like, that loan isn't affecting them for, like, pretty much their entire life. And since it's going up and it's always increasing, that means that college is, is just going to get more expensive as we grow up. Yeah. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a toll on what we, future generations mm-hmm. at least, what they're going to actually prioritize mm-hmm. and what they're actually going to think about education as a whole which is scary and that also affects like lower income families um in a sense because if they can't afford like they can't afford college now um and are going into these like lower paying jobs that means that their kids are going to be able to afford um how expensive college is going to be later yeah and um 41 percent of employers are now hiring college edu- educated workers for pers- positions that had been primarily held by those with high school diplomas and it was at 37 percent in 2016 so this is going up and people are scared to go yeah. to college it's scaring people away because of the money because we but don't also, know what to do yeah but also like based on that statistic they're, but people are focusing more about college, and that's what's putting the stress on people. The college gives you better jobs, and that's like a fact. It pretty much starts like this chain reaction. Like if my dad goes to like a good college and gets a good job because he has a good degree, 
I'm gonna have the money to be able to go to college to get a good job, like and yeah, have a good it degree. Yeah, it just separates. The mm-hmm. social. And for and for people like of lower class, like if they can't afford to go to college and get like a lower paying job, that means that their kids aren't gonna be able to have the money that they need to go to college and get a good paying job. It kind of just like starts this weird chain reaction where it just like it farther separates the social classes. Sep- yeah, it just separates the social classes, and that's how it's always been. But this puts it in a more there's more specifics on it than it's ever been because when you think about we always talk about how it's always been like that since medieval times and like coming up it's it was based off of money alone now it's based off of the type of jobs that you have and the income that you'll get and mm-hmm. what can you bring and to college. like we've known about this because you know like all like parents at least are like um oh, when I went to college, like, I didn't need to do all this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But my dad, when he went to Longwood, however, he graduated in 99. When he went to Longwood in the 90s, he pretty much paid $12,000 for room, board, food, and tuition. Um, but Longwood tuition now, I just looked it up because I want to go to that school. It's like $26,000 yeah. in state. It's yeah. honestly like, increased it's, so much. It's ridiculous. Pretty much exponentially. Like, it's not. So now we come to the issue. What do we do? So something in the last segment that was kind of not really talked about that was hinted at and was brought up a little bit was that, you know, the solutions aren't advertised very well. Um, I know there's one girl here at Kellum. She's going to VCU. I'm sorry that I can't put the name out. But she did talk into – she came into our class and was talking about – money for uh, college and she said that she got a few scholarships but she said that if you go on the Kelm website there's many scholarships that you can sign up for and she she said she signed up for one that nobody even signed up for and basically automatically got it because she was the only one who signed up for it but the problem is that I did not know about any of these scholarships none of us did until she came into our class and told us and that class only had 30 40 kids mixed mm-hmm. in it and it's a student telling she, us this mm-hmm. not like anybody yeah not any advisors or anything yeah and also even when we were talking about when we were, when we got into the global um part of our last segment we didn't know that there were call co- like free colleges in other countries and that could be an option for us possibly yeah and there's also she did talk about um one uh, opportunity that you can use if you really need help at paying your um scholar or not scholarship but student debt which is um college jobs that that you when you work the money doesn't go to you directly it goes to your uh, student debt directly and your yeah. loans and pretty much the reason why we're doing this podcast is kind of just to like get the word out like even though people aren't telling us that we like <clears throat> are like that we have things available to us like I'm we're pretty much just encouraging everyone to like look at opportunities, look at um, solutions to the problems that you guys have. Because mm-hmm. it, I mean, it may seem like there's no solution or you just shouldn't go to higher education, which is happening now. People just aren't going because they're scared, but there are opportunities out there. Yeah, so we basically made this so that you just don't um, just completely put yourself down and think that it's impossible because it isn't look up um look up scholarship opportunities look up fafsa ask your guidance counselors about fafsa 
Um, there are opportunities out there to help your financial financial situation in college. Um, and they're just not well known. So that's why we pretty much just chose this topic to just educate you guys um, or even young people that are listening to this, um, that you can get a higher education and um, have the money for it. Just go for it and like ignore the stigmas around community college or around FAFSA. Um, and some of those things, um, like people not wanting to admit that they need financial help. Like if you need fin financial help, don't be scared of it. Kind of just go for it head on. And just remember that it's okay to need help and that you can go to college and get an education despite any of the financial struggles that you guys have. We hope this helps you in your college endeavors and good luck. <laughs> so the issue in hand here is that it's hard to get to college affordably. So the way we can combat this issue is scholarships and programs. One um, we know from Virginia Beach and locally is TCC. Uh, yeah, my brother's actually going to TCC and pretty much um, it's just community college. Um, I think it's Tidewater Community College. Yes, yeah. Tidewater Community um, College. So it's just a community college and from there you can pretty much just transfer to like ODU. Um, I know JMU does it as well. Um, I know certain, you can just, pre you can pretty much just transfer from you can take basic classes um, at community college and then transfer to the more specialized classes at universities or um, different colleges around the state. Yeah, my sister did that too. It's The thing about college is that you start with a bunch of rudimentary classes that get you to um, the more difficult classes that you're taking in college for your major. And that's a good option if you just wanna get those classes over with. Also, I know, um, in the U.S. in particular, there are community colleges throughout the whole country. Um, I'm not sure if there are in every state, but I do know we are not the only ones who have them. And, I mean, there's a kind of a stigma around it, but it's like it's a good opportunity to get an education. And a lot of people that do it, um, most people can graduate, or most people who take it um, actually either don't make it into college or they graduate early. And then they take those um, like basic classes before they get into the specialized ones. And I actually know a lot of people that are going to be taking classes at TCC um, next year so they can graduate early and they can just um, start their career and start their life, I guess. Or just take more classes to help you get eligible, more eligible to be for college. Because some kids get behind in school. Some kids go through many awful things or like awful... Um, instances where they just lose sight of what they want to do for college and doing college classes over the summer can bounce them back. Again, um, my brother from WVU actually had, I think it was a 3.7 for his first year at WVU. Um, and he pretty much was just um, like kind of dumbfounded at what he did. And um, he was he was like, well, I can take classes at TCC over the summer just to get his GPA up. Um, and he he ended up taking classes for a year just so that he um, like got some of those basic classes as well as brought his GPA up. So it's it's not that bad of an option and I don't understand like the, the bad stigma around it. Yeah. I think it's just for kids because since it's something you don't really have to get accepted for, it's like, it doesn't make you seem so prestigious at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's cheaper. It is cheaper. Like, 
it's, it's cheaper and you're still getting a decent education. Like, it may not be a specialty, but it's it's a college education. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I know in the U.S., we do have federal grants, federal loans, which are scary, as we mentioned earlier. But <laughs> <laughs> also for those um, low-income homes or people who are financially struggling, we have um, a FAFSA, which is... it. If you need, if you FAFSA stands for um, free application for student aid, federal federal student aid. I'm sorry, no, it's okay. (laughs) FAFSA stands for free application for federal student aid. So it's a free application for those who show financial need, and you know, also there's a bad stigma around that, but. Sometimes, because people don't want to admit that they have financial needs, but it's it's a good way to be able to help yourself get a higher education and help you and your family. Um, and it takes off, like, a couple thousand dollars from what I understand. Um, again, just because of my two brothers. Sorry for talking about them so much, but... It's okay. <laughs> um, but people would much rather take out student loans than do FAFSA, and I feel like that's not not something that should be going through our head like it's yeah, not smart it's not, it's not uh it, like, yeah it's not smart it's not atta- like attainable for what you want to do mm-hmm. all three of us are kind of we're gonna struggle with getting college financial help but we personally will not be applying for FAFSA it's for those people who really need it I don't know how to say that in a metaphor FAFSA is actually for anybody. My brother both. It's for anyone. You can apply for it. I did not know that. Okay, go. That makes sense, though. Oh, my God. So, um, pretty much FAFSA is open to anybody. Um, You can apply for it. Depending on how how much aid you need depends on how much money you get off. Um, You could get lots of money off or just a couple thousand dollars off, depending on um, your needs and your aid aid needs. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's open for anyone, really. Yeah, I know we're sophomores, and we shouldn't really be thinking, or we don't really need to be thinking about this right now, but it's it's a really important issue. Um, yes. And um, so I know globally there are school visas, and some places have free college. Yeah, um, what was that list, Katie? Um, the list... I kind of X'd out of it because, um, <laughs> but um, it was countries. I'll get there. I know Norway. Yeah, was one Norway of them. was a big one. But mm-hmm. um, Finland, Sweden, I think, uh, France, Germany, Slovenia. So a lot more like liberal countries. Very, <laughs> very uh, European countries. Yeah, like, like Europe is smart. They they know. About, um, um, yeah, then, <laughs> but, but also th- there's probably something that like some downsides to that because I feel like if if that was such. Well, Unless the government was, pays for it, so it's higher taxes in that country. Yeah, but I'm I'm sure that they don't. I don't know if it's just not advertised well or not advertised, but it's like not known. spread well out. Known. It's not because I didn't know about it. No, I didn't either. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if it's just not a good solution. Well, for I know a lot of college kids, like even in America, like they'll transfer or they'll go to college overseas. And like the same way around, like people will get visas from other countries to come to college here. 
Also, scholarships are available on all three levels that we've talked about, local, the USA, and global, because, I mean, um, like, uh, I know uh, a lot of elementary schools here locally do it. Um, mm-hmm. They'll just give out, like, a $500 scholarship if you apply for it, um, but it's open to, like, the elementary school that you went to, um, but things like NHS... Um, NHS gives out National a scholarship. Yeah, National Honor Society. You don't know what that is. <laughs> gives out a scholarship um, every year. They give out a couple, actually. Yeah. Um, a lot of private organizations will give some out. Like, I know, like, I think McDonald's does one. Yeah, McDonald's. Even my neighborhood, they do a scholarship, too. They give out, like, $1,000. It, it's money. Oh, that's Yeah, nice. money is money. <laughs> but they Pay give out a thousand, they give $1,000 to, like, the most, um, any kid who, or not any kid, but, like, the kids who apply for it in um, my neighborhood mm-hmm. yeah um a lot of a lot of scholarships actually are um pointed towards like minorities or so there are scholarships for many different people there are there are really scholarships for everyone out there i mean there's scholarships for being left-handed there's scholarships for being redhead right marley yeah. if you didn't actually, know she's a redhead yeah, <laughs> i actually looked it up and you pretty much just need to write like an art piece and, mm-hmm. and although sports may seem like the best thing to do it's very unreliable in the sense of if you're able to actually reach it um, 100%. It's easier to work for um, your grades than a sport that's very competitive and can go be very pol- like political. And I know it can mm-hmm. be because me, Marley, and Pierre all play sports, and it we feel that uh, academics is the better way to go. Um, also, like certain uh, like getting into school because of your sport is really unreliable in certain situations because they can take it away from yeah you. they can take it away from you if like you start like going downhill um if you get injured that really sucks yeah you can pretty much get your scholarship taken away completely um it it's not reliable in the sense that you have three divisions of schools um d1 d2 and d3 and um you get money based on how good you are and like obviously how good you are um and the schools that you go to most like d2 d3 schools don't have money um in the like the sports athletics category for your sport so they'll try to give you academic scholarships and if your academics aren't that good you're not going to get that big of a scholarship you can also you always can do academic scholarship and then walk on and then they can give you money the yeah. next year if you're a really good walk-on player mm-hmm. so sports can be a way to go but there are plenty of other scholarships that are offered a lot of places they just aren't well known and yeah. mm-hmm. i know that katie did some research on some organizations oh, yes. and some websites that she's going to tell us about now okay so the mdrc they might not do like many scholarships per se but they do uh give out more financial aid they work on institutional reform student services instruction and curricula so they focus on bettering education for those who need it like the minorities and um there's also many organizations that help like i don't know if you could call khan academy is khan academy an organization yeah yeah okay so khan academy they also do many um uh contests and if you work very hard to make a like they had one contest where they were offering $250,000 in scholarship money if you made this video. 
There's many ways that you can get scholarships by organizations that primarily help with educational needs. So there are opportunities for you out there. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.